How's it going, freak bitches? Welcome to the RVS Podcast, episode 58. This episode is brought to you by Bang Energy Drinks. Oh yeah. We're drinking bang on this episode, guys. Bang, bang, bang. Here we go. Just got a bang energy drink. Feeling good about it. Gotta take the first sip. Let's do it. Delicious. I'm not a huge energy drink guy, but it's leg day. I'm feeling pretty good, but not amazing. Not amazing, but I'm feeling pretty good. But I'm like, I really, really want to blast these legs today. I want some fucking tree trunk legs. So I wanna, I wanna be at my, I wanna be on my A game. All right. So I'm gonna drink some bang today. What's new, guys? How are my free thinkers doing? Huh? How are my free thinkers doing? You want to know? I'm going to start uh, just having, like, categories on this show, right? Like, I'm going to start having, like, like uh, segments. Segments is what I meant to say. Like, uh, you know, pet peeves. What, what's my pet peeve of the week? My pet peeve of the week is when fat people tell you that they barely eat, but they still get fat. You ever meet somebody like that? Like I'll be in the break room eating like, like Wingstop or something. And then you get this fat lady coming and she's like, man, every time I eat Wingstop, I just get fat. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, but you're already fat. And then they say, yeah, but I barely eat. I eat like once a day. And I get fat and you eat like I see I always see you eat these big old meals and you never get fat. How do you stay skinny? It's some bullshit. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that at some point in your life, you weren't eating just one meal a day. First of all, you're probably like that now, maybe. But, um, you know, I don't know where I'm going with this, but, um, but yeah, you're already fat. Go on a diet. And another thing, sometimes eating one meal a day isn't the best thing to do because you're slowing down your metabolism. Sometimes eating, you know, multiple smaller meals a day is a little better because you keep your metabolism, you know, nice and nice and fast and, and, you know, things burn quicker and, and whatnot. You're pooping more. You know, well, it just depends. It just depends on a few factors. What the what the best uh, route to take is. But yeah, man, you're always. You're, I always see meet people like that. They're like, man, you're lucky. You get to eat Wingstop and you stay skinny, or you get to eat, you know, Chick Fil A. Every time I eat Chick Fil A, I just get fat. Bitch, you're already fat. You're already fat. It wasn't eating Chick-fil-A once. It's not eating Wingstop once. It's many, many years of, of not taking care of yourself. It's many, many years of, of you know, drinking soda and, uh, or, and alcohol and, and every day and, and eating garbage and eating, you know, fucking 
I don't know, Lay's potato chips and a, and a fucking energy drink for breakfast. And why'd I say Lay's? Why'd I say Lay's? The most basic fucking chips. Lay's. Like, who the fuck is like, damn, I'm craving some fucking Lay's right now. Mmm. I miss the taste of a nice crunchy Lay's chip. You know, who the fuck says that? Like, who buys Lay's? Unless you're going to use it as like a topping. You know, I don't mind some crushed Lay's um, if I'm going to be, you know, putting it on like a burger or a hot dog. Maybe it's the the Colombian in me, the the fucking Los Perros fanatic in me. But um, I've never been like, damn, I really want Lay's. I think Lay's works great with like, like, yeah, like a hot dog, a burger, like a barbecue. I think Lay's are pretty good. It's a nice little side, you know. Some people prefer chips over fries. Some people prefer chips over fries. Yeah, guys. But anyway, anybody see the um, Pharaoh? What is it? Allen versus Pharaoh. It's the Woody Allen documentary. Woody Allen is is this director. If you don't know him, he's he's directed of many many movies. Um, very very popular. I believe in like the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Looks like he he got together with this this gal named uh, Mia Farrow, who was a very famous actress during that time, and um, she loved to adopt kids. She loved to adopt kids from from all over the world, Asian kids, black kids, um, you know, never white kids, you know, rarely, rarely ever a white kid. Um, uh, so where, where am I going with this? So. She let me let me drink some bang guys. Let, let me drink some bang because I feel out of it. I feel like my brain's working at like you know very low capacity. Mm. Let's see if bang works. Let's see if by the end of the episode I'm like I'm whining and dining and, and just killing it, hopefully. But um where where am I going with this? So Mia Farrow, right? She adopts a lot of kids. She meets this guy. He's really nice to her at first, but then just starts getting kind of weird when um, she adopts a white girl and he starts, you know, hanging out with the white girl a little too much. He's like obsessed with hanging out with her. He loves her. Um, he, he's a, he's a he, you know, he, he starts ignoring all the other kids and just gives all his attention to, to that one girl. One out of, you know, one girl out of like the 10 that are there. 10 kids. And, um, you know, she, she's a little uncomfortable with it. She's a little bothered by it. You know, he goes to therapy and uh, even the therapist is like, I don't think it's like sexual. I don't think he's like attracted to her sexually. I just think he's like, it's like an unhealthy relationship. Like I can't, like, it's like, he doesn't understand, understand that that's a kid, you know, like he, you know, he cares about her and loves her, but it's almost like an obsession. But again, like he's like, I don't think it's sexual though. I don't think so. And uh, so she's like, oh, okay, that's good. You know, at least it's not sexual. So she keeps him around. And then um, she tries to have, like, a kid with him, but it, it, it fails. It dies. So then they adopt another kid. Um, I forgot what happens. Oh, no, he does have a son. He, ha- he does end up having one son, um, Ronan Farrow. He does end up having one son. Um 
It's an interesting documentary. It's, um... I don't know what what their goal is on this documentary. I think it's just exposing, you know, uh, shedding light on, you know, what could have happened there. Because I think to this day, we don't know exactly if um, Woody Allen actually raped that little girl. You know, we, we all hope that he didn't, obviously. But if he didn't, that means that Mia Farrow and her daughter were are lying about the whole thing. Because they're accusing Woody Allen that he raped uh, Dylan Farrow, which is a girl, um, when she was like four or five years old, something like that, in an attic. And I believe in the next episode is when they're going to go deep into that. Um, I think the first episode was just like a setup, just showing like their lives before the rape, I guess. I'm not sure. But, you know, I hope he didn't actually do it. But if he didn't do it, then that means that these two women are lying. And that is that is almost as disturbing as the rape. Because you've been lying about... You've been lying saying your adopted father raped you for the last, like, 30 years. It's kind of sick and demented. If they're actually lying. I'm not saying they're lying. They might be... They very much might be telling the truth. But... You know, it's still, I like to give everybody, like, the benefit of the doubt. And I don't like to say, oh, just because they said it, it must be true 100%. Like, I I like to try to believe in innocent until proven guilty. But at the same time, you know, I don't want to assume that these women are just lying blatantly. You know, I want to believe them. But, you know, it's just, it's tricky. It's very tricky. It's very, it's tough to, you know, it's a touchy subject. You know, sexual assault is very touchy very it's very tough to call you know i think the majority of women do not lie about these kind of things i think the majority of women are very honest and truthful when they're you know accusing somebody of stuff like that but there are you know exceptions unfortunately there are exceptions and there is a tiny tiny percentage very small percentage of women who lie about that shit and it kind of ruins it for everybody else which which sucks and it's very unfortunate and sad but it makes you you know you have to think a little bit before you just you know blindly trust every single woman you know you you just can't it's kind of like this applies to everything you know it's like um you know uh one black person robs like a 7-eleven and we assume oh all black people are fucking are thieves you know uh, no, that's not true, obviously. And then, like, you know, what uh, fucking uh, an Asian guy passes his fucking SATs, he gets an A, gets an A, <laughs> an A. That's how little I know about fucking testing in the 21st century. He gets an A on his SAT. I know that uh, he gets a fucking high score. He gets like a 1500. I don't know, whatever the fuck a high score is. We assume that oh, all all fucking Asian people are smart. All Asian people are fucking geniuses. No, that's not true. I met a lot of dumb Asian people in my life. It's not true. And then here, and then, and then, uh, you also hear, oh, a white guy fucking murders all the kids in his school. White guy murders all the kids in his school. School shooting. Are all white people murderers? Yes. Be less white. Be less white. Coca Cola. You guys see that ad? If you didn't see the ad, 
that probably wasn't funny. If you saw the ad, it probably was slightly funny. Be less white. Drink Coca-Cola. Good stuff. Google it, guys. Google it. Stay informed. Fuck. Stay informed. But yeah, guys. Um, you know, when, when, when some people do something, it ruins it for the rest of the party, right? When, when, a, when a small percentage of a group does something, it kind of ruins it for the rest of the party, you know? It'd be nice if we could believe all women 100% without any, you know, process or, you know, without any, any you know, proof finding or evidence searching. It'd be nice if we can just believe every single person 100% no matter what they say. But in the real world, some people lie. Some people um, like revenge. Some people are, you know, are emotion-based, and uh, some and, and people lie for all sorts of reasons. People lie to protect themselves. People lie to, you know, not hurt somebody's feelings. And then people also lie for vengeance, for revenge. Which in this case, that could be the case. Maybe, maybe not. Again, I'm not saying she lied. I'm just saying let's let's look at all the possibilities, right? Let's look at all the possibilities. That's all I want. I like to keep an open mind and and you know, before we actually know the answer, we should see all the possibilities, right? So, if she lied, why would she lie, right? Why would she lie about that? Well, I don't know if you guys saw the documentary, but if you did, you would know that at the end of the first episode, it is revealed that Woody Allen actually gets married to Mia Farrow's oldest adopted daughter. That's right. He gets married to um, her Asian adopted daughter who was, I think, 18 or 19. He starts uh, having sex with her when she's like 18 or something like that. And um, yeah, it's pretty wild pretty wild and he gets married to her and he leaves me a pharaoh for her oldest daughter right and none of these rape accusations happened before that they all happened all the accusations of him raping the youngest daughter dylan pharaoh not the asian all the accusations of him raping that little girl happened after he comes out and, and, you know, breaks up with Mia and tells her, hey, you know, I'm going to get married to your oldest daughter now. Um, you're too old and weird. And I like Asian pussy. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to get out of here. OK, uh, I love you. But, you know, this isn't working out. I like uh, I like Asian Asian poontang. So bye. And he leaves me a pharaoh. You know, I'm I'm paraphrasing. I don't think that's what he said, but um, it was something along those lines. Do you think that a woman who is, you know, who's dedicated the last like 15 or 20 years of her life to this one man who treated her like fucking dog shit the whole, you know, the whole time? And, you know, didn't really show much affection to her after, like, the first couple years and was just very, like, 
oh yeah, you can adopt a bunch of kids if you want. I don't care. You can even like, I'll even have a kid with you, but I'm not going to raise it. Like, I don't want anything. Like, if I don't want to be a part of that kid's life, I don't have to be a part of that kid's life. If that's, if that's fine with you, then I'll, I'll get you pregnant. I'll fucking come inside you and get you pregnant. And she's like, oh, oh okay, fine. That's, that's cool. That's okay. I don't mind. Does that sound normal to you? Does that sound like somebody with like a healthy brain with a healthy mind? That sounds like somebody who who has some issues, or somebody that you know um, needs help, needs some therapy, needs some needs somebody to tell her, you know, the truth. Somebody to be you know blunt with her and be like, "Hey, this guy's a piece of shit. Like, don't fucking let him get you pregnant. Like, what are you doing?" Like you're like it's it, she's she's you know she's kind of crazy. You got to be kind of crazy to to accept something like that. You know you call it crazy in love, but it's it's you know it's it's a little loony. It's a little loony. So you're telling me that this woman who's who's obviously loony, who's now right in the head, who obviously has some kind of screw loose. I believe she had a good heart. I believe she had a good heart. I believe anybody who's adopting you know all these kids from, you know, from these really, you know, from these third world countries, I believe anybody adopting kids like that, you know, probably has, you know, some good in their heart, I would think, unless she has like a God complex and she just likes to feel like she's like the savior of the fucking human race or some shit and she was just doing it for attention, which that is also a possibility. But let's just assume that she's just a really nice person and she really likes helping kids. Let's assume the best. Um, You're telling me that this woman who feels like she's doing all this good in the world meets this guy this famous you know legendary director who kind of treats her like shit for like 15 20 years who can't you know like fully commit to her but she's just in love with him she's just simping for him all the way through you're telling me that after all those years he leaves her to fuck her Asian adopted daughter and eventually marry her Asian adopted daughter and leaves her for her own 18-year-old daughter. You're telling me that 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 somebody in that predicament might not think of getting some revenge on this guy? You know, like, hey, um, I'm going to fuck this guy's career up. I'm going to ruin this guy's life. And I'm going to get him canceled and I'm going to put him in jail. And I'm going to create this big story that he raped my youngest daughter. Because he obviously has a thing for my daughters. I'm going to say that he raped my youngest daughter so that I could ruin his entire life. That's what I'm going to do. You're, are you telling me that is that insane? It is insane. It, it it sounds fucking crazy. It sounds fucking crazy. But if you look at the whole picture, it doesn't seem that you know impossible. It doesn't seem that far off of what could have maybe happened. But we will see. We will see what happens on the next episode of uh, Pharaoh. I mean, Alan versus Pharaoh on HBO. We will see what happens. I believe the new episode either comes out today or tomorrow. I'm not sure. 
but uh, we will, we'll keep tabs on it. We'll talk about it more on the next on next week and see you know what what other what 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 we get from the next episode. You know what what kind of vibe we're getting. Who's telling the truth here? Because Woody was obviously a little sick in the head too, like the way. The way we see him with with uh, Dylan, the youngest daughter, is very weird. It's very weird. But even all the therapists said it wasn't sexual. He just seemed to have like some kind of problem. Like he didn't know how to act with kids. Like he loved her like a, like a like his daughter, but he didn't like. You can tell he wasn't really around kids, or he didn't understand kids very well. He was just weird. He was just like a weird dude. But did he rape his little daughter? Who knows? We will have to see. We'll have to see, man. According to Mia Farrow and Dylan, he did. According to two of the women, he did. We will see, you know, what the truth is. Um, I guess hopefully by the end of the documentary, we we can make a decision, I guess, on what, what, what actually happened. Hopefully there's an answer. Um, it's one of those moments when you really wish there were some kind of like like maybe this is kind of like black mirror-esque but imagine there was something that you can just read people's minds like some device that allowed you to like see the truth like really because this would all be solved if we can just go into fucking woody allen's brain and see his memories and see like him actually you know doing this deed that he's being accused of if we can just see his memories that's it that we we have our proof that's why Elon Musk is probably, that's probably the guy to invest in, honestly. Maybe I should buy some fucking Tesla stock. Maybe I should buy some Tesla stock because he's creating this Neuralink um, technology that's going to allow you to basically have the internet in your brain and who knows what else is going to be capable of. It might be capable of, of you recording memories, which, you know, it's pretty cool if you want to relive certain memories, but imagine when that shit starts glitching on you, man. Imagine being one of the first ones to, to get Neuralink and you're just like, you're just driving, you know, to your to your girlfriend's house to pick her up and you start fucking, you start like fucking reliving your birth while you're fucking driving on the highway. You, you just see yourself coming out of your mom's vagine and you fucking crash and die because your Neuralink starts fucking glitching because it can't connect to the Wi-Fi. You know, a lot of fucking weird possibilities with that shit. Very scary. You know, I'm surprised they haven't made a Black Mirror episode about that yet. They kind of did, I think. They made the, that they, there was there was that one episode of the contacts. It was like these contact lenses that recorded everything. The guy ends up killing like his girlfriend and and this guy that she was having an affair with. Fucking wild. But yeah, man, Neuralink. That that. <laughs> That might be the... Tesla is probably the guy to invest in. I want to, but that fucking stock is just so expensive. It's like 600 bucks. Might be worth putting some money into it, though, man. Might, might be worth it. It's just so pricey. Just so pricey. But, yeah. Um, fucking pedophiles, man. Fucking weird. Fucking weird, dude. Thank God, you know. I, I think Mark Norman has a great joke about this. He's like... Like, uh, thank God my brain works the right way, you know? Like, uh, like when, when I was a kid, when I was five years old, I liked five-year-old girls, but I also liked grape juice. Now that I'm 30, I like 30-year-old women, but I still love grape juice. Mark Norman. <laughs> 
It's a good joke, right? Like, it's basically saying that his, his brain works like any normal person's brain. You know, that like, when you're a little kid, you like little girls. When you're an adult, you like adult women, right? But that's not the case for everybody. It looks like for some people that have a little bit of a screw loose, they grow up and they still like little girls or little boys, you know, depending on, you know, their their sexual orientation. Um, and it's pretty wild. It's pretty nuts. I think for me, it's like a sickness. For me, it's like a sickness. You know, this might be what I'm about to say. It might be a little controversial, you know. I'm not trying to get canceled on this episode anyway. Maybe on the next one or previous episodes. Like, go back and find something, I guess, that I said. But um, I believe being a pedophile should be viewed as a sickness. You know, I feel like people's instant reaction to finding out somebody's a pedophile is to, like, murder them, to kill them, to, like, oh, all pedophiles should have, like, their fucking dicks cut off or their, you know or whatever, like, they should be fucking murdered and maimed and and tortured and, like, maybe in some instances, yeah, probably for, for a lot of them, like, serial rapists and, you know, maybe, maybe those people deserve that shit, but I think at the same time, you have to see it like a sickness, you know, like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say, like, like, like at the end of the day, those people have something wrong with the wiring in their brain, you know, like maybe we should look at those people with just a tiny bit of empathy, you know, just like, oh, these guys are fucked up in the head. These people are fucked up in the head, you know, and I don't know what the solution is, you know, like if you rape somebody, you should, you should go to jail. Yeah, you should be in prison. Um, but I guess it just depends. It's like a case by case basis. Like, did you like, you know, did you touch some little girl's bum for like a second or did you like ram her fucking asshole with your adult fucking cog? I don't know. Sorry for being so fucking graphic. I don't don't know. I'm not going to, whatever. I'm not going to apologize. It's my podcast. I can talk about whatever the fuck I want, but you know, like, it just depends, like, like a case-by-case basis. But I guess what I'm saying is that are we, like, too... I don't know. This is... It's it's touchy, right? It's, it's a weird subject. It's a weird subject. Like, oh, we should forgive pedophiles. That's not what I'm saying at all. I, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, like, should we treat it more... Like, you know, like, like hear me out. Like... Like, here's an idea. Not that I agree with it. I'm just spitballing ideas. But here's an idea. Like, instead of sending pedophiles to prison, should we send them to, like, therapy or, like, a health, mental health institute where they, you know, they try to find the core of this problem, of this mental problem. Like, they try to find, like, the, 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 the core of it. Like, where does this stem from? Like, why is it that you're attracted to little kids and maybe there's something we can do or some medication that can help you, you know, get through that, get past that. And if it doesn't work, then you better fucking not act up. You know, maybe they can be put on like a list, like a watch list. Like if they do some crazy shit again, 
um, they that's it. They will go to prison forever, or you know they will or get castrated. You know, like maybe give them like some kind of like chance at redemption. You know, like we don't. I think that's what I'm getting at. We don't allow these people to be redeemed because we we assume they're incapable of help. You know, we assume that they're incapable of help. We don't try to help them. At least I don't think so. I don't know if like. I haven't done my research on this. This is I, I wasn't even planning on talking about this at all. What I'm what I'm but what I want to talk about is something I've thought about a few times just like I'm on my own time like like are these people given a chance at redemption? Like what what about what what happens when they get out of prison? Like aren't these people just going to want to rape more little children, you know? Aren't they going to come out like still wanting to rape like are these people given some kind of mental treatment when they're in prison? Like, are they giving are they given some kind of opportunity to get better mentally? Like, because something is obviously wrong with them, you know. And and you know, if somebody touched my little girl, I would fucking want to murder them. If somebody fucking raped my little girl, I would want the worst possible thing to happen to them. So, you know, it, it, like I get it. Like, I get it why some people say, like, like when we make it, when we, you make anything personal, you know, it, it, it's, a, you want, you know, you want revenge. You want the worst, you know, to happen to that person. Like, if somebody does that to my, my future child, I would want the worst possible, you know, consequence for that person. I'm not going to be so, you know, thinking about forgiveness and all that. But that's, that's, again, like, when you make things personal, you're always going to want fucking vengeance. But if you think about it more like, more like logically, I guess you, you start, it's like, what is the core of this, 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 uh, this mindset that it is, that it is okay to touch a little person, you know, that it is okay to do, you know, adult things with a little person. You, you have to be sick in the head. It has to be some kind of sickness. I would think. I would think, I'm not a fucking scientist, I'm not a doctor, but I would assume that it is a mental health issue, that there's something wrong with like the wiring in your brain that makes you think that. Were you born that way? Are people born pedophiles? Are people born with that desire to, you know, to always want to fuck children? Are people born that way? Or are people made that way through their experiences? Like, are, is it like, you know, I don't know. Are people born that way or are people made that way? I guess that's the question. I guess that is the question for that, that I, that I've reached at the, at the, the, the pinnacle of this rant. That is my question. Are you born a pedophile or do you become one? you know, from, you know, maybe from trauma or experiences, maybe you were raped and now you feel like that is normal and it's okay for you to rape someone else. And it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. And be grateful that you're not a pedophile and that you're not, you know, it sucks. It, it's scary. It's scary, man. It's scary. There's some people out there that are and those people need fucking help. They need fucking help. And if they've acted on their desires, then they need to be, you know, put in prison or, you know, separated from society for a while. And, you know, at least, but they, but they should at least be, 
there should at least be an attempt to try to treat these people, to try to figure out why, like what's wrong with them. Or we could just be really brutal and just kill them all. You know, just kill anybody who rapes, just fucking kill them. You know, maybe, maybe that's the solution. Maybe there is no helping these people. <laughs> that's the other side. That's the other side of the argument. Maybe there is no helping these people. Maybe they, you know, maybe that, that maybe that's what we need to do. Like, there's no helping these people. There's no way to fix them. Let's just kill them. Let's just kill all the rapists. You know, that sounds nice. I'm pretty sure that's a movement that a lot of people would support. Like, if I got a sign and started walking around New York City, like, kill all rapists, kill all rapists, I'm sure I'll have a mob forming behind me and a, well, a line of people forming behind me uh, and with similar signs, and, and we would all have a great time, and we, we'd join hands with BLM, and, you know, and, and it'd, be, it'd be fun. It'd be a great time. That, that's easier to support than... than let rapists redeem themselves. Let rapists redeem themselves. <laughs> oh, God. You know? It, it's it's crazy. And what if, like, I don't know, man. There's just... Rape is just a weird subject, man. It's a weird fucking subject. Are all rapists evil? That's another question. Like, let's say, like... Let's say a guy raped somebody once when he was really young and now he's older and he's never raped anybody again and he feels really, really bad about that incident. Like he acted on a desire and he regrets it completely and he's like, why did I do that? That was so fucked up. Like, you know, he re <laughs> why did I do that? That was so fucked up. Okay, I'm going to watch, you know, this this new episode of fucking Game of Thrones or fucking, I don't know, any, any show that's relevant right now. Like, um... I don't know. Are all rapists evil? You know, is it... It's like... It's like, are all cheaters, you know, fucking evil? Like, if you cheat on somebody once, are you fucking evil? You know, are you a horrible person? You know, like... You can apply that to so many things. Like, not just rapists. Cheaters, rapists, fucking... Uh, uh, <laughs> cigarette smokers. I don't fucking know, man. People who sell drugs... Are all are all drug dealers evil? You know, they're 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 providing people with fucking drugs that could potentially kill them or, or fucking get them addicted and ruin their fucking lives. Are casinos evil? If you work at a casino, you know, you're ruining people's lives because they're spending all their fucking money on all this shit. Like what is evil? What is evil? Holy fuck. Let me drink some bang. This episode was brought to you by Bang Energy. Today I'm drinking Purple Haze. Purple Haze, Bang, Brain and Body Fuel, Purple Haze. Oh yeah. Let's take a sip. Ah, delicious. Such a good bang. What is evil? What is it? Are all humans evil? I think we're all capable of evil. Well, that, that's when we get into like free will, right? Like God loves us and he gave us all free will and we need to, you know, do the right thing because we can all, we can all do the bad thing. We're all capable of doing the bad thing, but if we do the right thing, we get to go to heaven. 
That sounds nice, right? That sounds nice. Do the right thing. Why do we do the right thing? Why do people decide, hey, I'm, I'm going to do the right thing? I think that's what separates humans from animals, right? That for the most part, a majority of people, the majority of people are good. The majority of people are nice. We are civilized. We are, we, we live in a pretty peaceful society. The majority of people. But, like on social media, the, the most toxic people, which are very few compared to how many normal and good people there are, the toxic evil people make the most noise. They make the most noise. And they create the biggest, um, you know, the biggest incidents, the biggest drama, the most chaos. You know, very, it's, you don't, it doesn't, you don't need all 8 billion people on earth to create a, you know, shit storms. You only need a few. You only need a couple thousand, maybe a couple million to, to really just fuck the world up. You know, doesn't take that many. If you think about it, it only really takes one person, you know, maybe like a leader, like a world leader. Like if the fucking, if, uh, what's the guy from the China guy again, the Chinese president, um, Ping, I, I forgot his fucking name. I, I, I always forget his fucking name, but the Chinese president, like if he decided I'm going to fucking, I'm going to just, just shoot all my nukes and, and just, and just fuck the world up and, and end everything. That's all he has to do. That's all he has to do. It just bomb everybody, and then America's like, oh, you're going to bomb us, we're going to bomb you. Then Russia's like, oh, you're going to bomb us, we're going to bomb you. Then South Korea, you're going to bomb us, we're going to bomb you. Then fucking South America, you're going to bomb us, we're going to... Everybody's just going to bomb each other, and the world's going to fucking end. Right? It's all it takes is one guy. All it takes is one guy. We have so much power now. We have so much power. The human race has so much power to destroy the entire earth. Well, the surface of the earth. I don't think we have enough power to blow up the earth. But we have enough power to, you know, end, you know, most of the life on earth in like, you know, in a matter of like minutes. Which is pretty scary. Just pretty scary. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So that that's my question, guys. I guess I'll end it here. That is the question of the week. Like, are people born like are pedophiles born that way or are they created that way you know like i'm on the side that believes that uh homosexual people are born that way i think most homosexual people are born that way and i say most because i feel like th there's a small select amount there's like a few like a small percentage of people that might have turned that way due to some experience, you know, some weird experiences or, you know, just their own personal experience that they may, they may believe that they're probably homosexuals and maybe they, they weren't, they are not actually, you know, I don't know. I'll, I'll talk about this on another podcast. This is me opening up another fucking shithole, but but yeah, I believe that most homosexual people are born that way. And um, where I might have a controversial view, like an anti-woke view, 
is more on on transgender people. I think I think most transgender people are actually created through experiences. I, I, I think I think gay people are born gay, but I think transgender people are not born transgender for the most part. For the most part. You know, if I had to bet, like if I had to bet all my money, if I was on a game show, right? I like to, when I say these things that might sound absurd, I mean it like if, imagine this, imagine this. I'm on a game show, right? Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm on a game show and God is the host, right? God is the host. And he's like, all right, Ruben, here we go. Final question for a billion dollars. I know the real answer because I'm God and I have the answer right here in my brain and I will be 100% honest with you, but you have to answer this question and if you get it right, you get a billion Bitcoin dollars, okay? Are transgenders born that way? Are transgender people born thinking they're in the wrong body? Or, or, or do they, do, are they created? Do they, do they come to that conclusion um, due to some kind of experience or trauma or, or, just, or, or a multitude of, of small little scenarios and experiences that, that lead them to that conclusion? A or B? A, are they born that way? Or B, do they come to that conclusion because of experiences? Tell me your answer, Ruben. Uh, yeah, five seconds. Uh, B. B, final answer. That is what I would say. That is what I would say. Am I right? Only God knows. Only God knows. Lord knows. Rick Ross, baby. Rick Ross. Google it. Google it. Or just go on Spotify. Type in Lord Knows by Rick Ross and Drake. Amazing song. I think that's what they were talking about. Only the Lord knows if transgenders are born or created. Um, All right, guys. That's our show. Much love. Uh, take care. Y'all are my free thinkers, man. I call this the podcast for free thinkers because we will have uncomfortable conversations on this podcast and it is my podcast and I can talk about whatever the fuck I want, baby. That is why it's the RVS podcast home for free thinkers all over the world. If you want to open up your fucking brain hole, then listen to this podcast every week, baby. Share the podcast with your friends and open up these motherfucking minds because the world is so close-minded right now. We're thinking all these crazy fucking things, but we think that Mr. Potato Head should be fucking gender neutral because it offends certain people because of they, they think that, that Mr. Potato Head's existence is, is, is increasing the patriarchy of man influencers online and creating a horrible planet for women and 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 just ruining everything mr potato head is ruining the the empowerment of women and he must be stopped gender neutral potato people thank you so much